If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. About 10% of Sonoma County households are eligible for free high-speed internet. Um, If you've signed up, the free service is being provided by a federal subsidy called the Affordable Connectivity Program. To be eligible for the program, you must have a household income of $53,000 or less for a family of four. Over 71,000 households are eligible in Sonoma County, but only about 10% take advantage of this program. All right, so I would look into that and see if you're eligible. It's, I mean, free internet, free service. Right. So the CDC has ended its quarantine recommendation for people exposed to the coronavirus. So their statement reads persons who had recently been confirmed or suspected they had exposure to an infected person should wear a mask for 10 days around others when indoors and in public and should receive testing five days after exposure or sooner if you are symptomatic, um, irrespective of their vaccination status. So basically, if you've tested positive, you still should wear a mask around other people so you don't spread the virus. Yeah, it's just common courtesy, right? Well, Dan and Shay's Shay Mooney and his wife Hannah are expecting their third child, and it's a boy. I'm speechless, staring at you, standing there in that dress. So the couple shared the baby news on Friday, along with a video of one of their sons that isn't exactly thrilled about the news. Will you be sad if it's a boy? Yes, because I want a sister. Well, baby, it's going to be another baby brother. I wanted a sister. Oh. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. I think so many kids have had that moment of like, no, I don't love this news. Uh, I remember begging my parents for a sister. They're like, no, we're not. It's just you. We've had enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so congrats to Shay and Hannah. You can find this full story right now at froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's time for another edition of Tanner's Journey to Become a World-Class Chef. So I didn't know how to cook when I moved to Sonoma County, but I'm making some progress and here's a quick update for you. Have you ever had a bite of food that was way too spicy? Share your story with us because I was so excited because the NFL preseason kicked off this weekend and I was on my couch all weekend long. And I was watching games I didn't even care about. That's how pumped I was about the season starting. So, naturally, I decided to cook some nachos. It's the perfect football food, in my opinion. And I made them in the air fryer. About two handfuls of tortilla chips, a handful of cheese, tomatoes, onion, and a fresh jalapeno sliced. I feel like it's important to have that spiciness there. Amber, is that how you like your nachos? I would not have put a fresh jalapeno on my nachos (laughs) but i mean i would have gone maybe pickled jalapeno that's how i like my nachos see i should have asked you what i should do before i went ahead and did it because i got this jalapeno from a local market and amber my mouth was on fire i mean i appreciate you trying it trying something new i appreciate you shopping local yeah. But I'm sure your stomach did not appreciate you. It didn't. It, it was so hot. I took my first bite and I started doing jumping jacks. 
to like I thought I was like I just wanted to get it out of my system I mean <laughs> a lot of people try to drink like milk or something <laughs> Tanner just jumping jacks uh, sorry that happened Amber have you ever ate anything that was way too hot yes so my cousins owned a like hot wing restaurant in Florida and my brother and I decided that we were going to try their hottest wings there Ooh. and it really really backfired on us it was like explosion shot shot sirs explosion <laughs> sauce triple x x x x x l or whatever you know what normal hot wing sauce is yeah. called and we both ended up just gagging and just like Bleh. I so eat hot. food like that, and I wonder who enjoys this. Like, you definitely have to work your way up towards it, but like, it makes it so it's not even fun for anybody. Right. Some people just do it to feel alive, I think. Nancy from Windsor, when did you eat something that was way too hot? So, I really like sushi, and we went to the, the casino to the buffet, and they had sushi on their buffet, but they didn't have wasabi. It was like a wasabi, like creamy wasabi sauce almost like ranch but it was wasabi and it was pure wasabi and i didn't know that so i thought oh i could dip this whole thing in there (laughs) (laughs) eat it and then i'm like choking and spitting my eyes are watering (laughs) it's insane catching the catching the with these guys you just make my morning you guys are my morning pickup amber and tanner every morning today's country froggy 92.9 so what's the worst concert or maybe even music festival festival you've been to so last week i watched this documentary on netflix it's called woodstock 99 uh so here is like the description of the documentary while the original 1969 woodstock music festival promises peace the 1999 rival delivers days of rage, riots, and real harm. Wow. Um, so I don't remember much about this because I was only about eight years old at the time. Uh, but I know that MTV sent a lot of correspondents there. And one of those people being Carson Daly, he was sent to cover Woodstock 99. And he revealed after the documentary got released that he thought he was going to die while he was there. So actually, here's a clip of him getting hit with like water bottles and objects thrown at him in the crowd. Awesome. This right here is Woodstock 99 at its finest. (laughs) He's just awesome. awesome. Great. Love that. I might die here. (laughs) Now, if that happened to us at Country Summer, I think we would have the same reaction. It was pretty scary to watch. And I mean, I I don't want to reveal everything that happened. A lot of you were alive during this event. I wasn't. So it was just pure shock on my face the whole time I was watching this. But Tanner, what's the worst concert or music festival you've ever been to? I know you weren't at Woodstock 99. Definitely not. Can you give an example? What is that baby? (laughs) Why is that baby getting thrown around the crowd? Uh, For me, the worst one was I went to a battle of the bands, not knowing it was a metal battle of the bands when I was 14. And I got through around in the mosh pit. I got clotheslined at one point, and I was like, man, I was not made for metal music. <laughs> this is just pure rage. Kind of yeah. like it probably was at Woodstock 99. I mean, yeah. Limp Biscuit played, Corn played. It was like such a strange lineup. Yeah. You think like peace and love, you probably think of like Woodstock 69, like the Beatles and or like, you know, something. Hendrix, yeah, yeah. Just, I know the Beatles were there, but you know. Yeah, um, when it comes to shows like that, I can't hang. 
I cannot deal with the violence. Like, take me to a country music concert. I am happy. I am hanging out the lawn at Shoreline Amphitheater. That scene, not for me. So that's kind of the responses we're getting on our Instagram right now. None of these are like music like country music festivals. So uh, what's the worst concert you've been to? We're getting a lot of great responses on at Amber and Tanner in the morning. Megan from Sebastopol said, Bob Dylan. I had to do a lab report that day and Bob Dylan was still the worst part of my whole day. (laughs) (laughs) I know Bob's known for like being on one night and then terrible the next. Yeah. Uh, So I totally get that. Troy from Windsor says, um, Metallica slash Guns N' Roses tour. Don't remember the year, but it was at the Oakland Coliseum. He said, Guns N' Roses came out drunk, out of tune, and generally not into it. We left about 20 minutes into their set. Wow, and that's a long drive back, too. Uh, Dan from Santa Rosa said, Snoop Dogg in 2010. It took him four hours to come out because he was watching the Lakers and Celtics finals. (laughs) (laughs) The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Is it too early to buy Halloween candy? I know it's the middle of August, but I went to the grocery store over the weekend, and apparently spooky season is upon us because Halloween candy is out. Not only Halloween candy, Halloween decorations. Yeah. I've seen some Christmas stuff sprinkled here and there, too. I love it. It's pushing. They're pushing it, man. I love it. And the pumpkin spice latte is coming out on, I think, the 28th or 9th, somewhere around there. It's soon. Um, And I love that spooky season is already here because the candy is out. I bought a bag. All right, I lied about two. Yeah. <laughs> and I ate all of them except for the paydays. You ate it all? I ate all of it. <laughs> Most people buy the bags early so they have enough for the trick-or-treaters, not Tanner. <laughs> I am the trick-or-treater. What's no. wrong with paydays? Uh, They're just gross. You can just bring them here. I'll eat them. You Really? Are they little ones? Little ones. Oh, perfect. Little okay. fun size. And when I get cranky, I'll just have one. Perfect. Just throw it at me. <laughs> Ends up benefiting both of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Amber, so you think it's too early to buy a Halloween candy and have all this stuff up in stores? I, I do. I, I love Halloween. It's my favorite holiday. I love fall, but I love fall in the fall. You know what I'm saying? You don't love fall like, when it's 95 degrees outside. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like eating soup right now to me. Like, I'm sweating and then I'm eating this hot soup. I'm drinking a hot pumpkin spice latte when the sun's blasting on my face and I need to wear a hat. I love it. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hot it is. I am ready for any holiday like a month before. I'm that person that I'm debating on getting some Halloween decorations and putting them in the front of my house. Well, you see Tanner in the parking lot out here at Froggy 92.9. He's got a scarf with flannel on. He's drinking a pumpkin spice latte, but he's sweating bullets because it's hot. You know, don't threaten me with a good time. I'll do it. It's awful. (laughs) On our Froggy Instagram page, we're asking, is it too early to get ready for Halloween? And here's what you sent. 62% 62% of people said yes, it's way too early, Tanner. Oh, man. Only 38% of Sonoma County is with me. I'm just ready for spooky season. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Up this morning with Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Should this employee have gotten suspended or should they have been fired? A Spirit Airlines employee popped a passenger, that's what the news is calling it, for hurling racial and homophobic remarks at him. 
He was suspended for his actions. Now, in a 90-second viral video, the spirit rep was seen arguing with a woman at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport last Thursday. You have lost your mind. Don't touch me ever in your life. You touch me first, and then you got in my face. Don't ever invade my face. So he tried to tell her, hey, you know, don't touch me. Don't, you know, get in my face or anything like that. But then she continued to hurl racial slurs and other insults. And then she eventually slapped him. Um, so a lot, a lot of onlookers tried to alleviate the situation. Um, but the slap from this woman prompted this spirit employee to chase and tackle the woman. And then he decided to give her a roundhouse to the head as well. Now, others ran to break up the commotion, um, but the spirit rep said, hey, everybody back away from me. This woman put her hands on me and she got the wrong person. Now, in a statement, Spirit said, Spirit Airlines does not tolerate violence of any kind, and we are working with local law enforcement to investigate this matter. Now, I think it's natural to want to protect yourself or defend yourself under the threat of physical violence, but I would have not engaged with her, especially after, you know, she's hurling insults. She's, you know, getting riled up. I, you know, I've had people hurl insults me, insert, sorry, insults at me in public before. And, you know, the number one thing an aggressor wants is for you to react. And I think in this case, a suspension is pretty fair and there should be further investigation on the incident but should he have been fired for his actions that's the question what do you think give us a call now got something to say call me up you can get on the radio call froggy 92.9 and tell amber and tanner in the morning right now 636 one hop 636-1467 this is froggy 92.9 amber and tanner in the morning on froggy 92.9 headline in a haystack Tannery's headlines Amber tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real Can Amber guess the headline in a haystack Or will I fool her? Our score for the year We're all tied up at 32 Weird Yeah Let's let's see if we can break that tie today Here's headline number one Man breaks in police vehicle with iPhone Headline number two Inmate floods prison. And Amber, here we go. Here's your third headline. Rodent solves cold case. <laughs> so those are your three headlines. Which one do you think is real? Um, I'm going to go with the rodent solves the cold case because I feel like I read something about this recently. <sighs> no! That is not the headline in a haystack. You want to take another stab at it? You don't get the points, but you get fun points. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, a man breaks into the police car. Oh, what? <laughs> it was inmate floods prison. That's what the headline in a haystack was. So this happened in Florida, of course. They arrested John Adams for stealing a Schwinn bicycle. Is that a president? Yeah. <laughs> actually. <I don't> know. <laughs> Is, Is that he- the beer too? Uh, No, that's Samuel Samuel Adams. Adams (laughs) (laughs) Adams was apparently so upset, not the president. I think he was the second president. Yeah, I just looked it up. You are correct. And on the $2 bill. Yep, uh, okay. Was so upset about being arrested that he started flushing his jail cell toilet until it overflowed and flooded the immediate area. He was charged with grand theft and threatening law enforcement officers. 
Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Did you have the Sunday scaries yesterday by any chance? So the Sunday scaries are when you're worried and you're anxious about the next week coming up. It usually starts about midday and builds up into Sunday evening. So it can end up keeping you up at night. Now, I get the Sunday scaries a lot. Tanner, you just revealed to me that you do get the Sunday scaries, which surprised me. I I did last night and I typically don't. I'm usually pretty excited to get started with the work week. But last night I was like, man, what if I suck on the radio tomorrow because it's been a week, you know, going on vacation. I always get word coming back when I haven't done it for a while. Well, I have been here for weeks and I still stink. So you do not stink. It's it it happens. (laughs) Um, So if you're someone like Tanner and I who get the Sunday scaries a lot, we've got a couple of strategies that can help. Don't leave half-finished tasks for Monday. You're more likely to have work anxiety over the weekend when you've left something unfinished on Friday. So try your best to tie up those loose ends and don't leave half-done things for Monday morning. If you're in the middle of a long-term project, just try to finish the specific task you've been on, kind of like it's one chapter in a book. Yeah, I can't just... I mean, I do. I read like a half a chapter sometimes, but it annoys me. I'm like, what's happening? I, I need, need to, to know. know. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, or if you're like Tanner, don't don't leave it on Friday. And so you have to come in on Saturday oh, and do your work. <laughs> I hate that. And I do that seriously, like every week. And it's exhausting. I honestly, I honestly don't know what's better, like staying at work until 5 p.m. on a Friday like me or having to come in early on Saturday like you. Honestly, I should do 5 p.m. on a Friday <laughs> like you. But I don't know what's better. I'm like, I want to go home. Me too, though. Yeah. All right. Well, another thing on the list to help with Sunday Scaries is positive anticipation. So another thing that can cause anxiety is dreading things about your job that you hate. So combat that by planning things to look forward to, like meeting a friend for lunch on Wednesday or hitting a movie after work or something like that. I really like that. Except for just, oh, another day at the office. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) You could write it down. If you can't pinpoint why you feel nervous on Sundays, you could start a journal or record yourself talking about it. It might help you figure out what it is about your job or even your coworkers that make you so anxious. Just delete those voice memos when you're done. (laughs) Don't listen back to them. (laughs) Amber and Tanner in the morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Barry Martindale's going to say that Amy's son got a hold of her credit card and went on a spending spree. Hello? Hi, is this Amy? Uh, Yes, this is she. It's Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of card. Okay. I have video surveillance of your son, Nick, doing some back-to-school shopping. Did you send him to the mall recently? Yeah, I did. Um, What's this about? Your son spent $3,500 at the mall, and we just wanted to make sure that you approved of these charges. I'm sorry, how much? $3,500.64. This is news to me. Your son bought a new iPhone at the Apple Store, some clothes, and a skateboard. 
You got to be kidding me right now. I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, I was shocked too. So I thought I would call you and notify you and ask you if you'd like to press charges. Excuse me? Press charges? We started a criminal investigation on your son and it looks like uh, we have enough to lock him up for a little bit. Is that okay with you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm not pressing charges. That's ridiculous. Why would I press charges against my own son? Well, because he spent $3,500 at the mall without your permission. And will be looking to return some things, but I'm not going to press charges against my son. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Why well, would I? Who would do that? Well, that knocks out my day. Thanks for that. Okay, I was looking welcome. For, I was looking forward to that. And, and I'm really dissatisfied here. Are you sure? You're 100% sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Why? I'm sorry. Why are you disappointed? I'm, that is none of your business what I do. It really should not matter to you. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me right now? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. How did you learn how to swim? I have an announcement. While I was on vacation, I learned how to swim. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. However, it was in a little bit of an unorthodox way. I went kayaking at a lake back in Washington, where I'm from. And you can see a picture of it right now on my Instagram at TannerChambers underscore. But when I was kayaking, I ran into a bit of an issue. My oar went overboard and it went down to the bottom of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and those things are expensive. What were you doing? I don't know. I was just messing around, not knowing what I was doing. Have you ever been kayaking before? No. No? <laughs> no, I've never been before. No one gave you a heads up? No. Like, uh, don't lose your oar? And I assumed that maybe it would float or something like that. And so it went sure. overboard, and so did I. I jumped into save this oar because I knew it was expensive. However, I was wearing a life jacket, so I kept floating. So I tore the life jacket off, knowing I don't know how to swim, swam to the bottom of, really was the shallow end of the lake, grabbed it, came back up, and I was like, oh, I guess I know how to swim now. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's in our DNA to know how to swim. Yeah, and my fear all these years was holding me back. What was so scary about swimming? You know, I think I just got in my head that I didn't know how to swim, and I couldn't get the stroke as they call it, down. And so I just was like, oh, I don't know how to do it. I give up. I'm just never going to learn. So do you think that now you can just be in a swimming pool and tread water, like in the deep end? I think no. so. I'm, I'm going to try it out at my apartment complex. My okay. fight or flight instinct took over, saving this oar, and I and I fought. I think we need to do it. I think we need to do it when there's a lifeguard standing by. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just for safety reasons. Yeah. It's not that I don't believe in you. <laughs> I'm going to try it today. It's going to be hot today in Sonoma County, so I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. And I'll keep you updated. Okay, thank you. It's going to be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. So do you have a fear of fair rides? I think I've recently developed a fear of fair rides. Like... As in recently, I mean yesterday, like this weekend. Really? That stuff usually stems from childhood. No, I used to have absolutely no fear of anything at all. I would do anything. You dared me, I did it. But I got on the swings at the Sonoma County Fair on Saturday, and 
I started getting in my own head or something about it. I, I got in that swing. I looked up at the chains and I was like, mm, they're making some weird creaky noises. Oh, I don't no. know. I don't know if these chains are going to hold me. Am I big <laughs> enough to be on these swings? And I just had a moment where I was like, I'm just going to get off. And then the, the swings just started going. Oh, no. And then as I was like going around in the circle and the chains were making creaky noises, I was like, what if I just like flew off this thing? That is, I just flew off all the way over to the other side of Sonoma County. When you're on a swing, that is the last thing you got to think about. That is. So did it ruin the rest of the fair for you? No, luckily it was the last ride because we only bought a couple of tickets just to try a few rides. Yeah. And my friend wanted to go on the swing. So I was like, yeah, no problem. Like, I've never had a problem being on fair rides before, but... I just started to think about it and think about like all the disastrous things that could happen. And I was like, I did not have a good time. So next time you go to the fair, do you think you will be scared to get on other rides? Is it just swings? It might just be the swings. Who knows? Like, I don't know. Anything can happen. And I get that. But maybe I was just in my own head about it. And I just need to do it and have fun. I don't know. Uh, when it comes to fair rides, I am absolutely fearless. <laughs> I will go on any amusement park ride. I will go to any fair and make it happen. I don't care what really? happens to me. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Life's too short to be scared of <laughs> fair rides. I'm going to enjoy it as much as I can. So you you go on all the roller coasters and everything. I will go on anything. <laughs> me too. Zero Ex- fear. Except maybe the swings from now on. Yeah. Uh, well, we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. Do you have any fear of... Of rides at the fair or roller coasters and we got a lot of interesting comments Matt from Petaluma said I'm not afraid per se but I was at the Alameda County Fair back in the 90s when the sea dragon flew off and landed the Tilt-A-Whirl landed on the Tilt-A-Whirl yeah how nobody died still amazes me that's what Matt said that's so scary. Now I'm going to get um, a fear of I rides. I know, I'm saying anything Dang. can happen. Just try not to think about it. Like Justin from Ukiah, he said, uh, yes, because one of the, because situations like the one in Napa where they had to call the fire department to get people down from a stuck ride. Y'all are freaking me out, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Kimberly from Katati said, not so much afraid, but I won't go on them because when I was a kid, I threw up on the Gravitron. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. George from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah, let's go. My friend, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio so she can't hear them. George from Santa Rosa, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio. See how the two of you score. All right, all right. George, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Oh, no. No, not at all. No, I'm not a trivia person. I just love the show. I figured I'd call in. Well, okay. Well, you get a half a point bonus. Just say, just say like... Amber, you're going down. Oh, you are going down. It's simple. <laughs> I love it, George. Amber's running outside the studio. George, here's question number one. Tom Holland is taking a social media break. What Marvel superhero does Tom Holland play, George? Oh, man. Uh, Tom Holland, uh, let's say uh, Thor. <laughs> that is incorrect. Question two. Lainey Wilson released a new song called Watermelon Moonshine. Who did Lainey collaborate with on the song Never Say Never? Oh my god. So <laughs> terrible at this. Uh, I have no idea. 
That's okay. I'll give you an X. Question three. Martha Stewart denied that she's dating Pete Davidson. Who did Pete Davidson most recently date? Uh, Kim Kardashian. That is correct, George. Question four. Shay from Dan and Shay announced he is having a third child. What is Shay's last name? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Rivers. <laughs> that is incorrect, but I like the sound of it. Shea Rivers. That sounds cool. Uh, here's question five Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming in March of 2024. Which actor voices the main character of Kung Fu Panda? Is it A, Conan O'Brien, B, Chris Evans, or C, Jack Black? Uh, I'll go with Jack Black. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. <laughs> Amber George from Santa Rosa got two and a half out of five today. Right. <laughs> it's okay. I, I have a feeling I that told you I shouldn't hard. be talking smack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you still get that half a point bonus. Let's do it, Tanner. Question one. Tom Holland is taking a social media break. What Marvel superhero does Tom Holland play? Spider-Man. Correct. Amber, you're up one to zero. George got that incorrect. Question two. Lainey Wilson released a new song called Watermelon Moonshine. Who did Lainey collaborate with on the song Never Say Never? Cole Swindell. Correct. George got that incorrect. Two to zero is a score. Question three. Martha Stewart denied that she is dating Pete Davidson. <laughs> Looking good. <laughs> Who did Pete Davidson most recently date? Kim Kardashian. Correct. George got that correct as well. Three to one's a score. Amber's up. Question four. Shay from Dan and Shay announced he's having a third child. What is Shay's last name? I think it's Mooney. I think that is correct. Okay. Woo. George got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to one. Here's question number five for a clean sweep. Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming in March of 2024. Which actor voices the main character of Kung Fu Panda? Is it A, Conan O'Brien, B, Chris Evans, or C, Jack Black? C, Jack Black. Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to George from Santa Rosa's two and a half out of five. George, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown and you got to say the phrase. That's simple. I am not smarter than Amber. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? You're still getting those tickets to the Green Music Center to see Breland. Hey, that's great news. That's why I called in. My wife loves them. We're going to go. Thank you so much for letting me lose. <laughs> <laughs> for letting you lose. <laughs> You're going to the Green Music Center. Thanks to which morning show? Argue 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning. This is an awkward moment for me. This is the awkward moment. A bit of an awkward moment, really. Awkward moment. Isn't this an awkward moment? <laughs> Every painful awkward moment. Awkward? Awkward. Awkward! Recently had an awkward moment at the store. Won't tell you what store I went to, but I had to go buy some, I'll just say, feminine products. And not only that, that I bought, you know, feminine products, but I... Bought some other comfort items like a box of brownie mix and things to make the brownies with. It was very obvious what was going on. Yeah. And I never get recognized ever. And the cashier goes, hey, are you Amber from Froggy? And I was like, <laughs> nope, sure, I'm not at all. Never heard of her. What's a Froggy? Is that what you said? No, I was like, yeah. Yeah. 
Thanks and for I listening. love brownies. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, you know, it was really, it, it was an, it was an awkward moment for me because obviously they were just scanning feminine products and brownie mix, knew knew what was going on with me, yeah. and I was I had toilet paper. I was ready to go for the night. Cashier goes like, home and goes, you know what? I learned something about Amber at work today. <laughs> they write down the little dot on their calendar every month. <laughs> I'm just like, geez. Uh, so, what's the most awkward run-in you've had out while out shopping or? Did you have to make an awkward person purchase in front of someone you knew, Tanner? Uh, well, I was at the mall when I was in high school, and I was at a jewelry store because my high school girlfriend and I were about to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Oh, that's big. I leave the store, 16-year-old kid, very excited. Boom, run into an ex-girlfriend. The first girlfriend I ever oh, had. No. She goes, well, you never bought me any jewelry. <laughs> and I was like, well... We didn't last a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's awkward. So that was my awkward run-in. Well, we've got Renee from Santa Rosa on the phone. Renee, what's the most awkward run-in you've had while out shopping? The most awkward run-in I had while shopping probably would have been when I was pregnant with my first child. I was really tired. I was really sick. I wasn't really feeling the whole get dolled up and look like a person. So I'm wearing pajamas and a hoodie and I didn't shower that morning because I'm just sick and tired and sick and tired. And I run into my one friend that went to an Ivy League college and she's dressed to the nines like she's going to a gala or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I look like a laundry gremlin that just crawled out from under the futon. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.